welcome. Don Van Winkle here. And today, Todd Ordahl of Applied Strategy on the subject of strategic planning. Todd is a seasoned executive, having spent the majority of his professional career within the Kinko's organization and later founding Applied Strategy, a strategic consulting firm based in Boulder, Colorado. Todd is a friend, a valued colleague, and a true thought leader. It's my pleasure. Todd, welcome. The whole concept of strategy. You talk with CEOs on both coasts all the time. Why is it so mysterious or it doesn't have definition? Yeah, good, good question, Don. There's this old adage that if you ask 100 CEOs to define strategy, you'll end up with about 250 different answers. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and not that all of them are wrong, by the way. Uh, but strategy is one of those sort of simple but hard concepts uh, from my perspective. Um, and in its simplest form, strategy, crafting strategy, is really a three-step process. Uh, number one, what does the future look like? Literally, what does it look like? And we're going to ask a lot of tough questions to get to the answer to that question. Okay, got it. Number two is what's current reality? Uh, in other words, what are our core competencies? What are our strengths and weaknesses? We look at the team and all those issues that affect our current business. And then you connect the dots, right? And those connecting of the dots is really what strategy is. It's the what to get to the where. So we've got future look like and our current reality. Tell me, I thought you said three pieces, and that's just the connecting, connecting the dots. That's right. Okay, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But there are some there are some elements of strategy that are critical, uh, and one of the reasons that teams get hung up trying to craft strategy is that CEOs have this concept that they need to come up with all the answers, close the door, mahogany row, come up with all the answers by themselves, be the smartest guy in the room, and that's terribly unfortunate because it just shouldn't be done that way. And if I'm working with that CEO, he doesn't have or she doesn't have my investment in the strategy. Absolutely. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. In my world, crafting strategy is a collaborative process. You got to have the right people in the room. Right. Number one. Okay. Right. Number two, there really does have to be a clear vision. And in my world, once again, I would, uh, I would identify a vision as a clear, compelling picture of the future that allows you to make decisions. Some important words there. It's got to be clear and has to be compelling to the troops. Sure. Right? Uh, number three, there has to be common language amongst those people crafting strategy so that when we say strategy or vision or competencies or mission, that we all think the same thing. So oftentimes uh, you put a lot of people in a room and they've got different language around this issue and you just can't make any, any headway. And number four, and this one's critical, you have to have a process to craft strategy. You have to have the right questions and the dialogue has to be facilitated. I'll give you an example. Uh, many years ago, I was a division president in a large organization, and our, our new CEO, talented guy, but a little bit misguided, mm -hmm. uh, put the top five folks in a room, uh, uh, locked the door, and said, come up with a vision and strategy. Well, we had no common language. We had no process to get through this conversation. It just turned into a turf battle, and that's unfortunately what happens in many organizations. Uh, you know, once again, CEOs have this immense amount of pressure, uh, having been in their shoes, um, to do the right thing, to make sure the organization is heading in the right direction. And frankly, when you think about it, operating executives, CEOs for instance, spend 99% of their time executing strategy, not crafting strategy. You don't change your strategy unless the future changes, your view of the future changes. Sure. If you're successful, why would you do that? So I may go through my entire career without ever having to craft strategy. I may do some tweaking, but reconfiguring my strategy is a very difficult thing to do. So most CEOs just don't have much experience doing it. Got it. So they're more biased towards the execution piece. Absolutely. Vision. And also you've got to be rigorously objective about 
your current state and what your core competencies are. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's right. a difficult process, too. There's a concept in, in execution of strategy that, that talks about freezing and unfreezing. So you and your team craft what you believe to be a very effective strategy. Uh, it's going to take you to success in the future. What do you do? You put in all sorts of systems, processes, the right people in place to support that strategy. When the future looks like it's going to change and you need to change your strategy, all that stuff has to get torn apart. It's a very difficult process. You've got to unfreeze, recraft strategy, and freeze it again. Put all those things in place to support your strategy. So it makes it very difficult. So you almost have to have a culture of improvisation around a strategy, knowing it's going to adjust and have people okay with that. It depends. Okay. Depends upon the nature of your industry. If you're in the airplane industry, sure. that's a different thing. I mean, Boeing is planning years in advance. If you're a young, high-tech startup company, you've got to learn how to pivot quickly, right? One idea doesn't work, you don't have, you've got a limited amount of capital, you go guardrail to guardrail until you find the center line. So the complexity of the organization, the industry you're in, all have bearing on the type of process you use to craft strategy. Got it. And, and, and talk to me about uh, the, the role of an outside third party facilitator in the strategy crafting process, their, their role and their value. I see CEOs try and craft strategy with their team by themselves, and some can pull it off. The challenge is when you're trying to coach and you've also got your helmet on and you're in the game, it's a very difficult thing to do, and as you know, CEOs are powerful people. When they express ideas in a team environment, those ideas usually win the day. So there's an objective piece by having an outside facilitator uh, that says, I can extract ideas from the entire team. To include the CEO. To include absolutely. the CEO, absolutely, that's right. Yeah. But but he or she and their entire team to be in, need to be involved in this conversation, but it needs to be an, a conversation that extracts ideas from all those players on the team. That's probably the most important reason to use a facilitator. Number two, not many CEOs have really uh, um, identified a clear process to get through this conversation. And it's not as easy as it sounds. It's not just a question that says, what should our strategy be? There isn't actually a process to go through, multiple processes to go through, depending upon the nature of the organization, to get an answer to that question. Got it. And then, okay, you, you've developed a strategy, it's crafted, it's documented, it's in a three-ring binder. What happens there? The, the, the binder, of course, is the, is the brilliant analogy. You know, it's right. we hired so-and-so to come in and write a strategy for us and it sits on the shelf or turned into a doorstop. Right. That usually wasn't done in a collaborative fashion. In fact, one of the, my preferred definitions of strategy is a series of aligned activities that allows you to create a competitive advantage. Right. Note the words there. It's about a series of aligned activities, not ideas, but activities that allows you to create a competitive advantage. Okay, so like really, that. if you look at an organization, you ought to be able to discern their strategy based on their activities and their aligned activities. So the binder on the shelf, you certainly are going to want to document your strategy and all those plans that associated with supporting your strategy. But it's not about the binder. It's about the ideas and it's about the, the, the activities that those ideas drive. Let me rephrase the question then. Okay it's documented, how often does the team, the CEO, revisit, recalibrate and say where are we relative to plan? Good question. Uh, often organizations will put a process in place to do this on an annual basis and, and in some environments that's correct. Okay. There are other environments, we talked about that young entrepreneurial CEO in a high-tech environment who probably has to 
revisit his strategy or her strategy to identify whether they're on the right path on a very frequent basis. Maybe even weekly. Maybe even weekly. Um, that's an extreme example. Sure. There are other organizations, if you're in the grocery store business, which you were at one right. point in your career, sure. you may not want to rethink your strategy all that often. You're probably not required to. It's more about execution. And then where we are relative to the initiatives, our progress on our initiatives that we want to get done, who owns those initiatives? Absolutely. Okay, right. Yeah, that tactics before strategy is the noise before defeat. Wow. So crafting strategy, clearly articulating strategy, has to come first. Then there's all that execution, the day-to-day -day work that has to get done. And you're absolutely right. If you don't monitor that stuff and recorrect and look for correct behaviors, put systems in place, processes in place, make sure you have the right people to support your strategy, what's the point? Right. You, you bring up, too, and I think the two concepts of tactics and strategy. I can say that, and I know there's a difference from your perspectives Give me the, how do people get kind of tangled up in their own axle around those two issues? Sure. I, I view strategy as the what. Okay. What are we going to do to succeed in our environment? Mm -hmm. And tactics are the how. It's the, the simplest way I can discern between those two. You work with a wide, broad range of CEOs and their teams. How do you build effective leadership, develop leadership in organizations. Yeah, as you know, leadership comes in different colors, different sure. flavors. But but I've found over the years of doing this and having been in leadership roles myself that there are really three consistent components that I uh, see in effective leaders. Uh, number one is they have a platform, and that's a metaphor. Uh, uh, they've got a voice, they have a vehicle to get in front of their people. You can't lead people if they can't see you and if they can't hear you. And that platform takes many different forms. It's ideas, it's communication vehicles, it's the opportunity to get in front of your folks and the external environment on a frequent basis. Number two, they've got a message. N number two is you have have to have a message and this is where that whole vision strategy clear consistent communication over communication if you will with your team comes into play I often find that that CEOs believe you can say something once and it should take effect and it doesn't work that way right exactly. I mean, you have to stay on message and have a consistent message and it has to be the right message this is not about platitudes it's about real ideas and then thirdly effective leaders are emotionally intelligent smart leaders will get you in the door. Intelligence gets you in the door, but emotional intelligence will keep you in the door, keep you from getting fired, and lead you to success. Emotional intelligence, of course, are things like self-awareness, self-control, social skills, and those kinds of issues. So those, are, those are the three components I see in all successful leaders. If you would like to be added to our podcast notification, please send us an email at add ADD podcast at donvanwinkle.com and we will notify you of future visits with interesting people and why what they do is valuable. Thank you for joining us. Be well.